You are listening to Unite the World and Your Life. In this program, you are the ones in control. We will play your music and let you share your experience in life. Uniting people from all over the world and sharing about how the world is made flesh in different realities. Let's start. Hey there, guys! Happy Saturday! Here we are in the studio in Luetches in Spain, uh, in you in the program of Unite the Word and Your Life. Welcome! So we're very excited this week to be sharing about experience of walking beside. Oh, sorry, really, rather, it's <laughs> having Jesus walk beside us and experiencing our hearts burning on fire. Uh, so, really, today, what we're talking about is the experience of prayer. Uh, and at some point in the program, we're also going to talk a little bit about misconceptions of prayer. Um, but in the meantime, what has been your road to Emmaus experience? Maybe it's something that's happened this week. Maybe it's something that's happened today. Maybe it's something that, you know, something very strong, a very strong experience that you've had um, in some point in your life. Because all of these moments, the big and the small, wow, they really make up for so much, uh, so much of and then where we get our hope from, um, it really is the experience of God being alive in our life. Uh, this experience of realizing, you know, God isn't just an idea or an ideology or whatever. God is alive. God is a person and he walks beside me. And in the realities that I live every day. So we would love to hear from you. If you still want to share with us, guys, um, send us a message on um, Facebook or and you can send us a message, message on WhatsApp. Uh, so our number is plus three four six four three zero one eight eight nine zero. That's plus three four six four three zero one eight eight nine zero. Uh, so, yeah, let's get um, warmed up for the program by listening to two songs. So this first one is by Third Day and it's called Your Words. So hoping you enjoy. Uh, yeah, share with us what has been your experience of Jesus walking beside you and setting your heart on fire. You are listening to Unite the World and Your Life. Stay united. couldn't understand it. Let me hear your words above all other voices, above all the distractions in this world. There is currently no cure for Anna's condition. I'm scared, Mom. Me too. Everything is not fine. Your words give us life that's never ending. Your words bring us love that never fails. Everything else will fade away, but what will remain are your words. We're not giving up. Let us
her from this. Can you even hear me? You're telling me when this baby girl fell 30 feet, she hit her head just right and it healed her? Yes. That's impossible. It's a good life. It's a good life. <laughs> it's a good life.
you're tuned in to Unite the Word and Your Life. Continuing in 3, 2, 1. There we are, guys. So that song was by Jess Ray, and it's called Did Not Our Hearts Burn? So we uh, today are talking about these experiences that we've had of God um, or Jesus walking beside us and setting our hearts on fire. What is this experience that you've had, this deep experience of God's presence and of prayer? So I'm going to read a little bit of the scripture passage of The Road to Emmaus. Um, and yeah, it goes from uh, verse 13 to 24, 25, but I'm going to read just a little part. And it said, as they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. And they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went went in to stay with them. And it happened while he was with them at table, he took bread and said the blessing, broke it and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So that at that they set out at once and turn, returned to Jerusalem, where they found to gathered together the eleven and those with them, who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. There we go. Very. Um, this is a really uh, beautiful reading to be uh, sharing and deepening on prayer. Uh, and later in later on in the spotlight, I'm going to break it open a little bit and also share about some of the misconceptions that we have about prayer, which perhaps these two uh, disciples were experiencing. So there we go, guys. Let's get started with the program. Um, Thanks so much to all of you who have already shared. Uh, It's such a beautiful experience always to um, hear from you guys these experiences of God uh, burning in your hearts and then you opening your heart up to share with us all. So thank you so much uh, for sharing with us today. So let's begin with Emmylou from the Philippines. Emmylou has uh, a written message for us today. Uh, so I am going to read out what Emmylou has sent to us. Thank you so much, Emmylou. So Emmylou says, Mostly we feel the presence of our Lord at difficult times. Way back in 2020, I experienced a series of, shall I say, unfortunate events. I met an, ac- an accident while going, I had an accident while going to work and thankfully all of us were safe though some stayed longer at the hospital. Until today, I still have trauma that every time I travel by, uh, it may be for a short or a long time, I already have learnt to pray, how to pray. A month after I was uh, on one of my uh, after. Um, I was on one of my first, um, ex- had one of my first experiences of quarantine. Sorry about that. Um, and then during this time, um, it was not yet acceptable in society. There was like a lot of rejection, resentment, anger, anxiety, and all depressing, depressing moments struck me. And during that week, I felt so betrayed. I even cried, not because I was exposed, uh, but because of the negative, negative things that were thrown to us. It's a hard fact that when you need someone at that time, their back may be against you, simply because it has to be that way. But with prayer, in due time, I was healed from the wound it caused me and learned to understand that not everyone uh, and not everyone else has to be with you. And I should be optimistic. I should look at situations differently. I need to be positive. And I now, at this stage, because of those experiences, it made me closer to God. And it's during these days that I felt him with me. The fire during my petitions that made me realize that every day I need to have a moment with him 24-7, not only at times when I'm in trouble or weary, but in daily activities. I should spare with him, spare time with him, because throughout all, he spared me. Wow, thank you, Emmy Lou. Yeah, it's um, it's really difficult sometimes um, to really know that God is with us when we're in such an ordinary, you know, daily routine stuff and not much is happening in life. And then we come to those moments where we really need Him, and perhaps you had a really 
a strong experience of God when you have been in difficulty. But it's exactly that what you've shared, Emily Lou. It's like when we come out of it, we realize, you know, God is with me all the time in those dip, in those ordinary days. Uh, just that I wasn't open to Him, I wasn't aware of Him. Um, and yeah, it's like to have a relationship with God that's not just when we uh, are in tr- difficulty, when we have trouble, but to really let Him be with us in every every day. But but really, what a mystery it is, what a joy it is, what consolation it is to know that God is with us, especially when we're in difficulty. It's like he's always with us, but it's because we're more open to, to him. We're more open to him coming to us. So thank you, Emmy Lou. Okay, so let's listen now to Rosa from the Philippines. Um, thank you so much, Rosa, for sharing with us. Um, here's what she has to say. Hello, I'm Rosa from the Philippines. My experience with Jesus walking beside me and set my heart on fire was when I was able to forgive someone who had hurt me. I was so troubled at that time that I felt my head would burst. I asked guidance from Jesus. Then later, I saw the crucifix on our altar, who reminds me of how Jesus forgave me many, many times. Then I felt peace in my heart. Thank you. Thank you, Rosa. It's true, isn't it? These experiences of God's mercy really makes us capable of also showing mercy and having mercy towards others. It's a mystery. Um, but no, thank you so much, Rosa. Oh, yeah, how beautiful that we can experience God in those moments when it's really difficult for us to forgive, realizing, you know, he's, he's forgiven us a million times and that he will continue um, loving us and, and those who are around us. Um, and it's not okay what they've done, um, but, but he will get us through it. Well, thank you so much, Rosa. Okay, well, now we have another message. Um, this is from Joe, um, who lives in Dubai. And um, Joe has sent us our audio message. Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road? Hello, everyone. Joe here from Dubai, United Arab Emirates. I became a Verbum Day disciple back in 2012. It was a year where I felt that God had strongly called me to go to Him with the negative situations my family was in. I joined the Verbum Day Easter encounter together with my three grown-up children and my then three-year-old youngest daughter. I didn't have the means to pay the accommodations, but God made a way and touched my mother's heart who paid for it in full. Though I had experienced God's closeness several times before that, it was the first most concrete one. The theme of that encounter was fire inside, if I'm not mistaken. In several guidelines given at that time, I felt how Jesus slowly revealed himself to me. In the testimonies shared, I saw him there. In the passage today, Before Jesus revealed himself to them, they already had felt the fire inside. This is always how God manifests himself to us in prayer. We read the gospel and there were always few words or lines which will trigger that fire inside. The word will become alive in us. In prayer, we can dialogue with God, tell him, how we feel and what we long for. Let us always allow God to walk with us and continue to lit the fire of faith blazing. Thank you so much, Joe. Yes, you got um, a very good point there. You know, but how beautiful that your first experience being uh, about yeah, just about the theme of today about your heart being put on, burn, burning on fire instead of fire. But yeah, it's true. We re- we really need to. Um, really have faith as well don't we joe because we can read the word of god um, but if we don't have faith that it's a living word well we're not really open we don't really 
allow God um, to really touch our hearts. God is always bigger and he can always reach us if he really wants to in, in mysterious ways. But but how beautiful when we really give him permission. Um, and that begins with prayer, with, with making the option to, to, to give t- that time to God, um, to really make time for prayer every day and encounter with him and his word. Well, thank you so much, Joe. How beautiful. Okay, so. We have um, another sharing now, and this is from Mary Ann. Mary Ann uh, lives in the United States, uh, and she has a written message for us. So she says, oh, sorry, not Mary Ann. This is from Jingle, sorry. <laughs> um, but we do have a sharing from Mary Ann that will come a little bit later. So Jingle has a written message, and she has said, um, when have I experienced Jesus walk beside me and set my heart on fire? Long before, I was scared to have a son, really. I see how my brothers act and feel I cannot handle a son. But I was given, which I lo- uh, what I was given, I lovingly took. He was prematurely born at six months and in the incubator. And he had a temporary time at home for a month until he reached two kilograms. His primary school years were in and out of the hospital. Then he grew up fine, went to his, um, continued his studies, had friends, and felt grown up, responsible grown up. And that was one of the very clear moments that Jesus set my heart on fire, that he walks with me. I was scared. And when he started demanding to transfer school where his friends were, I explained to him, but he, he had to learn, but he had learned to manipulate. I knelt down in prayer asking Jesus to walk with me as I do not know what to do. while uh, Will I give him his demand? Will I stand to what I see is good, which is not seeing, or, and what he is not seeing? Oh my, I even reached out to you for a prayer on this matter and all other prayer warriors. So I called his advisor and the school's guidance counselor and shared with, him, shared with them the struggles of my boy. Maybe a feeling of not belonging uh, to his new group in the high school. Um, and the advisor immediately acted upon by calling him and asking him of how he, he sees things and if he would like uh, to see the guidance counsellor uh, to speak about matters. Then my boy came to me sharing how delighted he was when his teacher called him and asked him of things or about how things are around him, which he couldn't believe. And he was more surprised that the guidance counselor took time to talk with him. He shared how unbelievably things happened, like why do they care? I set sleeping time for the family, that, that's 8pm, and when he came at the ninth grade, I woke up at 2pm when TV was on with him watching so immediate, with, with him watching, and I asked him to turn it off and sleep. I think it was meant to say 2am. And I asked him to turn it off and sleep. But I consciously observed him um, that there was really nights that sleep, that he slept very late. Of course, I couldn't could not sleep. One night after using the restroom, when I checked upon him, he wasn't there. Oh my! The world covered me. Where is he? How many had done? How many had he done this? How many times had he done this? What is he doing? He was just by the neighbor by the neighboring internet cafe <laughs> i was so furious my head was blown away of how i should smash him <laughs> but jesus was there telling me to listen more in capital letters then i realized that his sleeping pattern had changed so we made arrangement and it went well then he started building relationships one day he went home with a deep and painful cry i panicked of course to the rescue but he didn't tell me anything so I let it pass. On the days after, I tried asking him, what did, why did you cry? And just so simply he answered, Ma, it's enough that you are there for me. Oh, my son, he has grown up so much, beyond how I thought he could, because I was simply on fire on my journey with the Holy Spirit. Oh, sorry, because I was simply on fire on my journey with his gift. In every day of life, he walks with me and sets me on um, fire uh, on my mission for him. Wow, Jingle, there's a very concrete experience, very, um, very real experience. I think a lot of people live, a lot of parents live, and it can be really, really difficult sometimes because adolescence is also a very difficult moment of life. Um, and it would, there's a lot of uh, discovery, a lot of searching. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's a very beautiful thing that 
that you have really desired to understand, to listen, because, yeah, exactly, you're living what God has asked of you, to listen, um, and to listen to God as well, listen to God through your son. Uh, so, no, thank you so much, Jingle. What a beautiful experience to really realize um, in the very concrete, uh, God in prayer will really in our own experience of prayer, be preparing us for everyday life, be preparing us for relationships with others and the challenges that come our way with, without even having any idea that they may arise. Usually it's that way, isn't it? <laughs> they come unexpectedly. Well, thank you, Jingle. Um, yeah, um, you know, I think this might be a good moment to have a little song break. Um, actually, this next song I think might be uh, very relevant to a lot of the sharings that we've just heard, especially yours, Jingle. It's called Fighting For Me. It's by uh, Riley Clemens. Um, it's a very beautiful song about this experience of God really fighting for us. So I hope you enjoy. You are listening to Radio Vevin Day. Make sure you spread the word. Uniting the word and uniting your life, we want to listen to you.
Welcome back, guys. So there we go. That was Fighting For Me by Riley Clemens. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, um, yeah, let's continue, guys. So our next shearing, um, oh, as promised, I missed Marianne the last time. So let's go to Marianne now. So Marianne has a written message for us. So I'll just read that out to you. So Marianne has said, um, I experienced Jesus walks beside me and sets my heart on fire countless times in my life already. In times when I'm down, so down that still he showed me hope despite difficulties and challenges, letting me realize that I'm not alone. He was with me. Uh, he let me feel victorious in every way, answering my prayers that I sometimes thought is impossible, but he made it happen. Yeah, I think this is a common theme we're coming across. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marianne. I think that's actually been my experience this week. You know, really reading the daily scriptures of the, like the Gospels of the day, um, you know, it's just a miracle that, you know, the Word can really come alive. This experience of realizing God really um, speaks to me through my reality and especially in those moments where it's difficult and I really can't see a way. The Word of God, wow, it really has a way of being so dynamic and alive because we can re read the same scripture every day and, or oh, sorry, I'm, like not every day but the same scripture many many times but you know god really speaks um, to that situation in a new you know, to our life in a new way um, with that same scripture so yeah and in so many ways god reaches out to us um, but god, yeah what a blessing what a what a reason to give thanks um marianne so thank you so much for sharing so now we will listen to Franco and Emma um, in the Philippines. Thank you so much for sharing again with us, Franco and Emma. Let's start with Franco. Hello, everyone. I am Franco, Matthew, and Guma. And today's question is, when have you experienced Jesus walk beside you and set your heart on fire? I have experienced Jesus walk beside me every day in answering the tests and making the right decisions. He has inspired me to study hard even if nobody is watching me. I do the household chores even if nobody tells me to do so. Because of this, Jesus made me a better child of God. Thank you. Thank you, Franco. Yeah, that's something very special, isn't it? When we can do things without the applause or without anyone seeing, but, you know, it's because we know Jesus is beside us and we want to walk with him and we want to love with him. Um, so thank you so much, Franco, for sharing that experience of, and of embracing your identity as a child of God because we are always fully children of God, but we don't always live it. So thank you so much, Franco, for sharing. Okay, Emma, here is what you have to say. Hello everyone, this is Emma from the Philippines and today's reflection question is When have you experienced Jesus walk beside you and set your heart on fire? Luke chapter 24 verses 13 to 32 For me, I have experienced Jesus walk beside me and set my heart on fire when times when I feel empty especially this week with the uh, many tasks given to me in school and at home i somewhat lose my balance in between and felt very drained particularly this week but as i continue to recharge myself in this weekend i ask for god's strength and guidance and even in this moment i am experiencing him walking beside me and setting my heart on fire as he continues to comfort me and guide me and I continue to rely on him to help me and strengthen me so that I can overcome these difficulties I am experiencing right now. Thank you very much. Thank you, Emma. Uh, yeah, it happens sometimes. Things get a bit out of balance and we lose sight of things. We have blind spots. Um, we have difficult moments. We don't always react the way we want to. It could be many different things. But, well, Emma, I really hope that this experience of Jesus walking with you in this time can really make you very firm that, that he's always with you, that that in these difficult moments, um, you know, and we when we experience him with us, you know, we need to really... Um, let these 
these strong experiences of God um, make our faith more firm, like firmer, um, to really um, give us a solid ground to realize, you know, no matter what happens, I know that He's with me because He was with me in that last time when it was difficult. And this time when it's difficult, well, He's not going to change. So, wow, Emma, thank you so much. Um, what a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, God really being with us in those challenges. Okay, so let's listen now to Cecilia. Cecilia is here in Madrid um, and she wants to share with us about her experience of prayer as well. I experienced Jesus walking beside me when I feel the most um, extreme feelings. When I experience great happiness and I realize everything I have to be grateful for, I feel really close to Him and discover Him in my life and I want to share his love and I want to be able to make others feel the same happiness and gratitude and love with capital letters that I'm feeling. Like, uh, like the man that found a treasure and has to tell everybody. I, this feeling, I also feel like this after confession. Um, the love, peace and relief that one feels after being forgiven and experienced God love sets my heart on fire but also on the other hand I also feel Jesus walking beside me when when I feel the opposite feeling when I'm really down and tired disappointed like the disciples of Emmaus when I don't understand why the suffering the pain and I feel like alone, I then discover him beside me, explaining why everything makes sense and reminding me to trust him and telling me that everything is part of a perfect plan, even though we don't understand it, because he has the victory over pain and death. Then this feeling goes back to me, like the first one, and I feel my heart on fire, filled with love and hope. And like the disciples, I also want to bring the good news to everybody and share my discovery. And there is a video in YouTube that um, helped me visualizing it. And I recommend if you have time to watch it, if you search for Jesus is with us every moment of our lives, you'll find it. And, and now it's like when I am really enjoying, I don't know, like a soccer match, like watching my son play or, or um, I feel, I then imagine Jesus beside me, like watching the match or when I go running and I have to um, overcome the tiredness of the suffering. I imagine Jesus running with me and it's a way to yeah to enjoy his his company and and in all these occasions he sets my heart on fire. Well, thank you, Cecilia. How beautiful. Yeah, it's true. Even things like watching a soccer match, you know, the most ordinary thing we might do. It's not that Jesus isn't with us or that God's not interested in that. He wants to, he wants to be with us in every moment. Um, how beautiful. Thank you so much, Cecilia. Um, and yeah, we should check out. I'll check out that YouTube video as well. Thanks for suggesting it. Okay. Well, we have one more sharing before we go to the spotlight. Uh, so this is from Antonio. Antonio's in um, the Unite team and he's originally from Portugal, but living here in Spain. Hello, Unite. My name is Antonio. I'm from Portugal, and uh, I hope you are all having a wonderful Saturday. So today I wanted to share my experience of uh, being um, accompanied by Jesus um, and feeling that he is walking beside me. Um, and that experience, I think it was uh, in this Christmas because I was positive for COVID, so um, I had to to stay in isolation, and that was um, special.
special uh, exper experience because uh, I felt that uh, he was um, by my side and uh, it was a particular Christmas experience because uh, sometimes we all have these parties with many people and um, to be only with him uh, was special in so many ways. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful Saturday. Bye. Well, a very uh, unique experience, Antonio. I think a lot of people also had their experience this year. And yeah, I guess we can easily get disappointed. But also we had a few situations here because of COVID. Uh, sort of in the same situation of Antonio. But um, yeah, it helped me to really remember. I don't know if this was your experience as well, Antonio, but the first Christmas wasn't perfect either. Uh, you know, who would have planned to uh, go to fill out a... Um, to be enrolled for the census and then finally you're going to give birth in a city that's not your own and then you have to go give birth in a stable and blah, blah, blah. all the series of events that happened to Mary Joseph and baby Jesus um, but in the end you know it's a beautiful way to live in solidarity with them and you know with the real meaning of the season because of course there's moments to celebrate and, and to, to have parties and, and um, to really give thanks for life in that way but then there's other moments to realize you know you know, sometimes it, we just need to sit with the, with this experience. We just need to contemplate this experience and live in unity with God and let him to live in unity with us as well. Um, yeah, in the uncertainty and um, in the unplannedness of it all. Um, but yeah, no, how beautiful, Antonio, that you could give that space and silence to really let God be with you, walk with you in that experience. Okay, guys, well, let's go um, to the spotlight. Um, we'll have... I'll we'll see what, what we've got planned for today. News, judge, jokes, culture, people, community. What's new? Here Unite Spotlight! Okay, guys, so today um, I'm actually, I said earlier in the program that I would talk about Emmaus and I will a little bit, but I actually, I want to focus a little bit more on Sunday's gospel and this Sunday's gospel. And actually, just to let you know, there's so many things happening this week. Um, this week is um, um, a week dedicated to prayer for uh, unity of Christians. Um, tomorrow, this Sunday, is actually um, the Word of God Sunday. Um, and Wow, yeah, there's always so many things. Um, and also this Sunday, I thought that the gospel reading um, fits very well with this experience of prayer, um, this ex daily experience of prayer. And I guess also wanted to share with you guys perhaps what are some of the misconceptions that we have of prayer? Or what are some of the misconceptions of Jesus coming to our side, um, walking beside us and really setting our hearts on fire? So I won't read the whole reading to you, but I'll just remind you what it is. So it's, about, it's an experience where Jesus, um, he's already in his public ministry. It's actually just after the temptation in the, um, the desert. And he um, has gone to Nazareth, which it actually says that's where he was brought up. And it's the Sabbath. And he stands up to read from the scroll. And he reads from the scroll of Isaiah, where, he, where it says like the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news. And he reads that one out. And then he says, you know, this is being fulfilled in your day. And then it says everyone looked at him and they were fascinated. So um, I wanted to share with you guys how this reading is actually connected to our daily experience of prayer. And you're probably thinking, how, what? <laughs> so let's go a little step by step. So one, uh, the first thing that I think is really necessary for us to do when we are in prayer and that the reading says, uh, is to enter into this. It says he entered into the synagogue. What does that mean for us in prayer? To enter into the synagogue, to enter to the temple. This means to enter into this experience or to this space within us of silence, to enter into our interior and to have contact with God who, who is alive in us, who is with us, uh, and he wants to be with us. So that's the very first step, and sometimes it can be the very the most difficult step uh, because we're so used to living lives that are so busy they always have activity with a lot of stimulation um, and sometimes it's really difficult to enter in to enter the silence without becoming uncomfortable without wanting to run away from it 
but this is really one of the really the, the one of the foundational and fundamental um, steps that we need to take in prayer and it'll take time it's not always so easy and then also another thing actually there was one other thing I wanted to mention before entering the synagogue but it says that Jesus went to Nazareth where he was raised and I think this is also um, an indication for us that when we go into prayer that we also need to come from where we are from where we've come from with the reality that we're living because uh, sometimes there's the need to go back to go back to uh, what we carry in our heart what we've thought about what we have lived uh, and to really allow um, God to speak to all of that and he will he will we'll get there as we share now but he will um, give us projection he will give us um, light he will give us um, an invitation um, to continue continue our journey but yes so there we need to come and we need to come to prayer exactly from where we are where we've come from and we need to enter prayer um, in that inner space in silence so the next part uh, I wanted to share about is it says that um, it says in the scripture that Jesus went into the, ta- into the temple or into the synagogue and it says that it's what they usually did, that, that they would, it was a custom of theirs. And this is also an invitation for us to see that in, to make prayer a daily occurrence, that there's uh, this need that we need to choose. Um, we need to choose how often we want to pray and how we want to pray, where we want to pray and, and to really um, put the means or to really save that that sacred space of prayer being a daily custom like it was a custom for them to enter into the into the synagogue and it can also be not just in concrete moments but in every moment of the day going back into our synagogue and our temple all day long and really desiring to dialogue with god um, desiring to come to go in and come out with him to go in and speak to him and then come out and love with him um, to love him there and to love with him out, <laughs> out of, in, in our daily reality. And sometimes dialogue doesn't mean words. Sometimes dialogue doesn't mean understanding new things. Sometimes dialogue is just uh, a rec- recognizing that God looks at us with love. Sometimes it just is a continuation of silence. But because there's the presence, you know, you know that God is there. You, it sets your heart on fire. <laughs> and, but we need to be open to that in faith. Okay, so let's continue on. So then the reading continues saying, when Jesus was reading the, the scripture of Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And this is also really important to realize in prayer that when God shares with us, um, you know, yes, we have put the means to listen to God. But, you know, when you look back on your life, when you realize the journey that God is taking you on in prayer, you will realize that it was always his initiative that he is provident, that he provides, that he calls, that he equips, that he is the one who chooses us. Even though that we have needed to choose him freely, he's the one that chose us first. Uh, So this is something very important because sometimes we can go to prayer thinking that we need to sort out things and that we need to get ourselves fixed up or that we need to, all the list goes on. It's always so beautiful to recognize, you know, God is the first one to take initiative. He's the first one that knows what we're living. Um, So, yeah, let's continue again. So, and then um, as Jesus continues to read the scripture of Isaiah, it says that, um, and he he speaks about saying, and he has sent me to evangelize. He has sent me to bring um, hope to the poor, to liberate um, the prisoners and to bring sight to to the blind. Um, and, and to give freedom to those who are oppressed and to proclaim a year of grace of the Lord. And here also, uh, it, it's also an invitation to recognize that it's God's initiative, that, that he calls us, that he also sends us. So our mission, you know, must be a fruit of prayer. Our, our desire to love, our actions of love, um, what we actually live um, as a follower of Jesus needs to be because it's come from prayer, from our union with God. That is, it doesn't just come from a human effort, which is still a beautiful thing. It's still an honorable thing if we desire to love. But really, our, our tank will run out if we're not connected to the source. We need to go back and be refueled and refilled and, and to really live from this heart that's on fire because God has set it on fire. 
It's not that, d- that it will go out, but we need to let him put wood on it every day, put new wood so it'll keep burning and it'll keep being bright. And that's what prayer is. Uh, so um, there's a couple more things. So uh, to finish, at least with the reading, uh, it, it says at the end that Jesus sat down. So he read the reading and he sat down. And, and this is the need to trust. This is the invitation in prayer to trust. You know, as we've listened to God, we've had this experience with him, we've experienced ourselves sent um, and we've acted and then we need to trust. Um, this is because um, and to trust um, is actually allowing God to act. It's actually giving permission to God to have um, um, have um, a say in our life. Um, we need to do our part uh to allow God to do his part <laughs> and has to trust and to, tr- to trust in love. So we may have many misconceptions of prayer, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and as I've mentioned also in this moment, um, maybe we think that God is not aware of what we are living, uh, that he's too busy and he couldn't be too bothered about all that we are living. Uh, or we could maybe think that God doesn't take initiative, that we, that we need to figure everything out. Or maybe we think that God only speaks to us when we have it all together and that um, and that he will be conditioned uh, by who, who we've been or what we've done. <laughs> that maybe we think we need to escape uh, from too much silence and that, that God doesn't actually speak in the silence, but we can be tempted to run away from that feeling of emptiness. And we can think it's a bad thing, but it's not. It's not because prayer isn't all about feelings, even though feelings are really important and they can be really play a key role in indicating where we are, how we are, how different things affect us, why things are important to us. But sometimes these experiences of difficulty in prayer aren't an indication that anything is wrong. It's just showing us where we are. It's showing us that perhaps we have a deep thirst for love. Perhaps it's just indicating we need to open ourselves up more to God. Perhaps it's God's way of sharing with us, you know, we can't be indifferent to the reality of, of so many people around us. Um, it's really a gift from God. So, guys, there's just a few things. There's could be so much more I could share about. But um, for now, I just want to leave that with you, that God takes initiative, um, that God is a God who wants to walk every day with us and that we can and we can live each day with him, um, that we just need to give him that permission. So let's listen now to a song called Clean Heart by Matt Mayer. Uh, I hope you enjoy. This morning, the whole world was yelling. I wish I was dreaming all that we'd been through. My soul has been searching for some deeper meaning. I know there's a kindness that leads me to the truth. When everybody's looking for another fight. When trouble's on the rise, no end in sight Oh, Savior, won't you come and make the wrong things right? Let me be the place you start Give me a clean heart
Hello guys, so there we go, that was Clean Heart by Matt Mayer. So we've got a couple more sharings, it's nearly time. Uh, so let's listen to now Teresa and from the Philippines. Thank you so much for sharing with us again. Hi, hello, como estas everybody? It's me again, Raisa from Philippines and the question is, when have you experienced Jesus walk beside you and set your heart on fire? Well, I have truly experienced when I have truly experienced this that Jesus walked with me, walked beside me when I say yes to the community of Word of God from the Latin word Verbum Dei and of course especially to Him. I was overjoyed that time and it was a foreign feeling because before my decision was not to say yes because because I don't want to feel committed to, ev- to anybody. I don't want to feel committed to every Zoom meeting because I felt shy, I felt embarrassed, I felt, and, and also I felt anxiety and fear. And, and I knew that Jesus was there with me because when I say yes, and when Telusi, our host, asked question that who, will, who would volunteer to to share his or her experience when experienced that time and I knew that Jesus was there with me because I felt confident I felt I, I felt that my heart was set on fire because I I don't know what came up to me but I felt that I have to raise my hand so I I raised my hand and when it when I, when it's time to say it's it's time to it's time for me to say something instead i cried you know <laughs> who would think that <laughs> i felt so embarrassed my god when i and i keep replaying that those those time i i felt embarrassed because i cried with everybody and and i want to say something but i can't because my my eyes is full well, my eyes was full of tears and i just only said i don't know what to say because i can't describe my feelings and i knew that i knew that i knew that today that jesus was truly set my set my heart on fire those times thank you Thank you, Raisa. Yeah, sometimes there's no words, are there? <laughs> it's just this experience of knowing that God is with you. Thank you so much, Raisa. Okay, let's listen now to Angel. Good evening, everyone. This is Angel from the Philippines. The question is, when have you experienced Jesus walk beside you and set your heart on fire? When the time I was so down and feeling so jealous for the people having a nice life, having all they wanted and started asking God why my life was so hard, why I can't even buy the things I wanted. And then God told me to have patience because there's always time for everything and told me that He's always in my side and He will never left me. And that time, it felt like He's wiping my tears and hugging me, telling that it's alright. Then after that, I realized that He's right. I don't need to be jealous of others. I should be thanking Him for the life He gives me. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Thank you very much. Angel, this is um, something really important. You know, it can be very, very easy to, to feel jealous of others. It can be very easy to think, why me? Or or, or not be um, convinced that God is really looking after us. But it's true. To trust in His timing can be really, really difficult. But later on, you'll see, yeah, it's true. There's a time for everything. And different people are living in different moments we're not always in the same moment and to be jealous many times it means that we aren't being grateful um, and not recognizing the gift that we are and accepting the moment that we're living because god can really make the most of everything that we're living for different reasons it's a mystery sometimes we learn in reverse um, but thank you so much angel for sharing the experience it gives a lot of light okay jella we're going to listen to you now thanks so much for sharing with us jella's from the philippines as well 
Hello, I am Jala and I am from the Philippines. Today's question is when have you experienced Jesus walk beside you and set your heart on fire? Every day, every hour, every second. Most especially when I felt so alone that God really find ways to give me company and remind me that I'm not alone, that He's walking beside me. Every time I take effort to pray, read the Bible, and write in my journal, my heart is always on fire because I get to talk with Jesus and know more what's in the deepest deep of my heart. Thank you. Wow, Jella, that's beautiful. What a great experience. Wow, to really experience God with you in every moment, that is a gift. And yeah, especially, um, you know, realizing that Jesus can really satisfy something in us that no one else can sometimes we experience a lot of loneliness we can be surrounded by people but but really feel unheard or really feel alone um, but how beautiful and it's a bit like cecilia shared earlier like when we have this experience of god we don't want to keep it to ourselves we want others to know it as well because it's something that we all experience but not everyone knows that they can share it with god and that they can live it with god um, so no, yeah, thanks so much, Jella. How beautiful. I, I pray that it could continue being like that for you. Okay, our final sharing for today before we finish up. Um, this is from Jelani. Thank you so much for sharing. She's also from the Philippines. Hi, everyone. My name is Jelani from the Philippines. My question is, when have you experienced Jesus walk beside you and set your heart on fire? At the time on my accident, we went to the hospital and I vomit blood. Then the doctor said I had to be transferred to another hospital because my vomiting was so bad. The doctor said I shouldn't be able to feel asleep because when I feel asleep, I will die. But then I talked to God, I hope I can feel asleep. Then a few minutes of praying, I really felt that God was by my side. Jesus gave me an energy to not feel asleep. Then I wake up in the morning and pray to thank Him very much that I am still alive and I am okay and that time I was thankful to God and I feel that God is with me always. Thank you. Wow, that's very strong. How beautiful. Uh, wow. Yeah, many, I think really everyone, nearly everyone today has really shared about those difficult moments. Some of those moments where our hearts fully, you know, are not burning, when it feels really um, dark, when it feels like, yeah, everything is not very alive. Um, and we really experience God igniting us again, um, really experiencing being with us in that in those difficult moments. And, and there's no words that can really express how that really touches us and really affirms our, um, makes our faith firmer, gives it a, a, a strong base. Um, so, wow, guys, thank you so much for sharing all these experiences of your encounters with God, um, of really setting you on fire again. And I really pray that for each one of us that we could let this fire set the world on fire, um, that we could really let other hearts be set on fire as well because we've been open to share about our experience and, and to accompany others in their experience of God as well. So thank you so much, everyone. Uh, we will finish up now. Uh, look, we look forward to sharing with you next Saturday. And yeah, please take care and, and looking forward to sharing with you soon. God bless. See you. You have been listening to our live program, Unite the Word and Your Life, helping people from all around the world and from all different realities to connect and share about how the Word is being made flesh today. Send us messages and song requests through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Make sure you join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. Spanish time. See you again soon. Ciao! Ciao.